the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Now, my old friend Larry Elder, when I first started doing radio a couple years ago, Larry came on, I think, almost every well, every couple of weeks, it was awesome, Ben. It was really nice of him to settle me in. And uh, I am a big fan of Larry Elder's because his show is great, but also his book, which is called A Lot Like Me, A Father and Son's Journey to Reconciliation. I actually read it. Uh, the, the, the hardback was called Dear Father, Dear Sons. The paperback is named A Lot Like Me. It's extraordinary. It's really, really wonderful about fathers and sons and fatherhood and i myself with two sons and two daughters it's been a, a big uh, help for me and he's just an awesome guy welcome back larry how are you uh and thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it the the, the book is pretty relevant especially uh you know right now in the wake of these shootings that, we, that we've been talking about it turns out that about 75 percent of the mass shooters have no relationship with their fathers uh and i think i told you about this book that was written by a man named james roberson who uh, talked about a prison chaplain who wanted to improve the morale of a prison so he went to a greeting card company and asked for 500 free greeting cards for mother's day and the greeting card company thought it would be a good pr move so they gave him 500 uh, uh free cards and the chaplain took them to the prison and distributed them to the men, and they happily filled them out and sent them to their mothers. So he decided to duplicate the same thing on Father's Day. He went to the same uh, greeting card company after 500 Father's Day cards. that got them. Not one inmate, Ed, not one wanted to fill out a Father's Day card and send it to his dad. It turns out none of them had any relationship whatsoever with their fathers. There's a direct relationship between crime and not having a father in the house. Huh. Wow. I'm going to look that book up, too. See, this is like I just it's like Larry Elder teaches me what to read. So uh, uh, that's that. That's incredible. I thought of I have, you. I have I no life. You. All I do is sit around. I have no life. All I do is sit around and read stuff like this. Well, let me see. Meanwhile, you're out. You're on the treadmill. You're taking taking the wife out to dinner. You're having a normal life. Elders, elders somewhere in a hole reading stuff like this. <laughs> well, I think I'm maybe I'll send a couple of my kids out to live with you that they will see how you can do. But but Larry, I right. did think of you over the weekend with these shootings because you've always said this to me about uh, I mean, you've always talked about fatherhood and the culture and all. But, you know, I've often heard you, uh, you know, you talk about in the black community, fatherlessness. And these these two kids were not black. They were white kids. Right. But I, you know, how do you how do you, you again? You've also seen in your career the change in, in lots of things. It's not one thing, right? It's not one thing, but two attacks in one day. It feels different, does it? It just feels worse. It, it, and, it, does, it, and, it, it does. It does. It does feel different, and it does look like there's been a slight uptick in mass killings in this country. But the probably the leading researcher that does uh, research on mass killings is a guy named James Allen Fox. He's a professor at Northeastern University, and he says over the last thirty years we've had about fifteen to eighteen of or so of these shootings uh, virtually every single year. It's gone up just a little bit in recent times. 
but when you adjust it for the growth in our population, it's about the same. It is not true that the United States leads the world in mass shootings. That is a lie that a lot of people perpetuate, and it turns out, according to John Lott, that the number of shootings, mass shootings around the world have been dramatically undercounted. And when he did an accurate count, it turns out we rank almost 62. There are a lot of countries that we think of that are safe, like Switzerland and Finland, who rank above us in terms of uh, of mass shootings, in terms of per capita mass shootings, because we're much we're a much larger uh, a company, a, a country than those. But you mentioned that these two shooters were were white, and they were. But when you look at shootings around the country in general, about 50% of them are by and against black people, and blacks are only 13% of the population, so we commit a disproportionately large percentage of the crime. Regarding whites, whites are a little more than 60% of the population, but account for around 59% or so of the mass shootings. So they are slightly underrepresented in mass shootings, whereas around 20% of the mass shootings are black people, so blacks are overrepresented, but that's not the impression you get from watching TV. It's, it's white people are, are mass shooters, white people are serial killers, and it turns out whites are underrepresented in both those categories, while blacks are overrepresented in both those categories. Uh, look at Chicago. Just last weekend, 50 people shot, and a few days before that, Ed, two mothers, anti-violence mothers, standing on the corner, engaging in a peaceful protest against violence, were shot. And no one's talking about that. Larry, when you see, again, media is one, one thing I trust you on a lot because you've been in radio forever and done TV forever. It, it, it feels like the degeneration of the media is actually like a drumbeat. It's degenerated into a drumbeat. And let's just take CNN as an example. They just are pounding the drumbeat, the drums of racism and race war. And they're making right. some people crazy. Right. I mean, they're really making Absolutely. some people crazy. Because if you listen to if you listen to Larry Elder every day, you will be formed. That's why Larry Elder loves to do radio. If you watch CNN every day, you'll be malformed. And, and I'm being serious. This is a real problem. What can we do about how bad it Absolutely. is? Absolutely, it's a real problem. When, when somebody like Don Lemon becomes a debate moderator, somebody who's called the president a racist, now, I don't care how much you hate Donald Trump. Can, you, can we at least agree that whether he's a racist is an opinion, not a fact? And once you say that, you have now foreclosed your role as a journalist, yet you have Jake Tapper, who's talked about Donald Trump's naked racism, and Don Lemon, who's called Donald Trump a flat-out racist, sitting there as debate moderators. It is ludicrous. And trying to draw a direct link between what happened in El Paso to what happened to Donald Trump. Notice how they ignore uh, Dayton, because the Dayton guy was a socialist and Elizabeth Warren supporter uh, who wanted socialism ASAP. They don't talk about that one. They just talk about the El Paso shooting. All right, you want to play that game? Why don't we play that game with Barack Obama? In his second term, Ed, cops were assassinated, execution style, in New York, in Baton Rouge, and in Dallas, all by three different black men who posted on social media that they were angry over uh, the assertion that blacks were being uh, br brutalized in a racial way by the police. They were inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement that, that uh, Barack Obama gave uh, uh, energy to. Barack Obama said if I had a son, he looked like Trayvon. He frequently criticized the police. He said the Cambridge police acted stupidly. He invoked Ferguson before the United Nations. Uh, later on, we found out the whole thing of Ferguson was a, was a farce. Yet in come Black Lives Matter representatives to the White House. So I would argue that Barack Obama uh, could, could, be, could be accused of, of creating an atmosphere that caused these three black men to shoot those cops. And in fact, the head of the National Police Organization, his name is William Johnson, did in fact place the blame directly at Obama's feet. The media didn't, but uh, all of a sudden Donald Trump now has caused all these shootings. It's outrageous.
It, and 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 Larry, um, I just got about a minute left. And and Larry, we're talking about Larry Elder, the great Larry Elder, Sage of South Central. Uh, and Larry, what happens now? Because you know, it, it feels like people want to have something, uh, you know, something come of this. And Trump is trying. I think he got out there and addressed it. But you know, a lot of the a lot of things that people will do be worse than what doing nothing. But I mean, right. it, it, it's not. It's a different moment. What, what do you think is going to happen, or what do you think should happen? Well. Well, first of all, let's have perspective. Crime, violent crime, including homicides, are down 50% since the 1990s. So we're not a more violent country than we used to be. The coverage is more intense because we have 24-7 cable. And, of course, any, any life killed above zero uh, is a tragedy. Uh, but, but let's keep things in perspective. Now, what to do about it? I, I think, again, it comes down to mental health. And, and I'm okay with the, with the laws uh, if somebody is of danger to themselves or to others, and there's a reasonable uh, belief that he or she might do something uh, in getting the, the uh, the authorities involved, uh, but you have to be careful because just because somebody's acting weird doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to protect themselves. It doesn't mean they're not deserving of self-defense. So all of these things have to be done carefully. Uh, and uh, remember, bad guys don't care about laws. That's why they're bad guys. So I'm not down with, with passing laws just to feel good and making it more difficult for law-abiding Americans to defend themselves. Let's remember, 1.25 million Americans every single year use a firearm to defend himself or herself. Of that number, according to a criminologist named Gary Kleck, 40% believe that but for the firearm, they would have been dead. And remember the purpose of the Second Amendment, which is to guard against tyranny by government. You have these liberals saying that Donald Trump is a tyrant, but you're also saying let's restrict the Second Amendment, which means you're lying about Donald Trump, which means you are part of the problem. Yeah. All right. Larry Elder is not part of the problem. Larry Elder, the book, by the way, let me say it again, a lot like me, a father and son's journey to reconciliation. It's super. It's a really good one. It's one that means a lot to me. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.